Welcome to the War on Report. I'm your host, AC. Today we're going to discuss high court discrimination of Joe Biden with his announcements of his criteria for picking Supreme Court justices. The announcements of Justice Stephen Breyer's retirement has started Washington's blood sport known as a Supreme Court confirmation. While the filibuster-free process guarantees President Joe Biden that he has the votes to pick anyone acceptable to all Senate Democrats, this fight is different from any in history in one respect. As a candidate, Mr. Biden pledged to select the next justice first and foremost on race and sex. His promise to appoint only a black woman is the kind of quota that justices rejected in previous hearings. We will discuss this after a word from our sponsor. All right, here we go. With the court set to rule on racial preferences in college admissions, it raises the question of whether it is appropriate for a politician to use criteria that the court itself has found unconstitutional for public educational institutions and unlawful for businesses. It also means Mr. Biden's short list will be much shorter than usual. The three leading candidates are Justice Leonardra Kruger of California Supreme Court, U.S. Circuit Judge Katana Brown, Jackson and U.S. District Judge Michelle Childs. These are all worthy candidates who could have been considered for any vacancy without declaring that they were qualified by virtue filling a quota, an unfortunate implication for the ultimate nominee. Mr. Biden could have learned something from the universities now defending their admission policies in Students for Fair Admissions versus President and Fellows of Harvard College and Students for Fair Admissions versus University of North Carolina. For decades, universities had avoided the type of outright quota the court held unconstitutional in Regents of the University of California versus Bate in 1978, preferring members of any one group for no reason other than race or ethnic origins is discrimination for its own sake. Justice Lewis Powell wrote, this the Constitution forbids. Mr. Biden's use of such threshold exclusions is neither unlawful nor judicially reviewable, yet it's also unnecessary. Mr. Biden could have selected a black woman for the court while maintaining, as universities do, that he would consider all possible candidates on the totality of their records. He wanted to go beyond other candidates and expressly pledge to apply what is, by definition, a discriminatory threshold criterion. It is with pledge meant to blunt criticism from other Democrats, including Senator Kamala Harris, now Vice President, that he had opposed school busing and affirmative action earlier in his career. Mr. Biden is now going to create one of the more jarring moments in the history of the Supreme Court. This fall, in the Harvard and University of North Carolina cases, the justices will hear arguments that the use of race in admissions is unlawful discrimination. One of them will have gained her seat in part through exclusionary criteria of race and sex. Justice Powell declared in Bake that referring members of any one group for no reason other than race or ethnic origin is discrimination for its own sake. By keeping his 2020 pledge, Mr. Biden will engage in discrimination for his own sake. The Warren Report says that the Joe Biden administration once again has an unnecessary error that they have done on their own accords. If they simply would have let the process play out, one of the three African-American women that are top candidates for the Supreme Court position would have been a fine selection for the high court. However, now based off of his rhetoric, 
saying that he's going to choose someone off of their sex and race. It diminishes their qualifications in the eyes of Americans that are watching this administration make mistake after mistake. And after what Joe Biden has done in his presidency up to this point by misleading Americans, making terrible decisions such as in Afghanistan and with our oil supply, it leads many questions to be answered. We're hoping going forward that the Biden administration will learn from these unnecessary errors that way that the American people can start going towards the path of unity that he promised when he ran for president. This will bring us to the end of the episode. Our nation is being overwhelmed by the socialist progressive movement as shown on this podcast. Now is not the time to sit on the sideline and allow this destructive movement to succeed. We must get active and do our part to ensure faith, family, freedom, and our nation overcomes the bombardment from this progressive socialist movement. The keys are to get active in your community to ensure this ideology does not gain control in your city council or school boards. Vote against all candidates who align with this movement. And finally, inform and educate your family and neighbors to this destructive movement. I want to thank you all for listening to the War on Report. Remember, know the challenge, stay informed, and always vote for freedom.